0: Emotions. There is a whole spectrum and we may be able to control them but not often fake them. From smelling a memory to predicting the future, here are the most bizarre emotions and feelings proven by science. If you want science to back up that you're not going crazy, like us and subscribe. And in the comments, share what are some of the tricks you use to control your emotions. And for some extra fun, find our mascot net hiding throughout the video negative emotions are great for your health there are countless opportunities for thoughts and feelings either negative or positive to pop into your head at all times well we have been told for ages that being positive is the way to go and that if we want to have a happy life you must always be looking at things from the bright side but wait science actually came up with an interesting angle about negative emotions A recent study suggested that being happy and positive is actually a result of being healthy, not the other way around. So don't feel bad if you are not as chirpy as the next person, you just may not be feeling good. Besides, if you're always so happy, how are you going to acknowledge your negative emotions? Negative thoughts or feelings about a situation or a person actually, if suppressed or ignored, can have detrimental effects to your health and block you from the happiness and success you're looking forward to. Hard to Fake It You may have had, at one point or another in your life, being guilty of faking a feeling or emotion. You may even feel like you have it figured out when someone is not being genuine about their reactions. Like for example, liking someone's comment and laughing about it just to be polite. Or how about looking excited about some news or gift you already knew about. There are emotions that are so complex that it takes a practiced actor to fake them until he or she makes it. Actually, there are some emotions that in order to recreate, the actor has to work really, really hard to make them at all. Some of the hardest emotions to fake are anger and sadness, as well as fear. Here's the scientific reason why. The body has a natural instinct to want to feel well and in balance, aka, feel good so when a strong emotion such as sadness overwhelms you your brain is fighting the urge to openly cry while the other side of the brain is wanting to suppress it hence the quivering lips that are so associated with this emotion going a little further research describes how the muscles of each emotion well-being and sadness are playing tug of war with your face other hard to fake emotions are fear and anger sarcasm to the rescue in many cultures around the world being sarcastic is perceived as being impolite and is frowned upon if you try to talk to your parents in a tone that was less than the expected one I am sure some sort of punishment will have been applied to the full extent of the law of the house According to research, being such as smarty pants or being exposed to it may make you increase your creativity as well as your problem-solving skills. Basically, it's a sign of higher intelligence. This is what happens. When you are being very straightforward, the process of being clear and concise in your communication is a much simpler task than responding sarcastically. So when your smarty pants are on, you must really listen to what is being said Analyze where they're coming from and make the remark. Smelling back that memory. Have you ever woken up on a cold morning and the smell of coffee hovers in the air and maybe even a faint smell of an apple pie recently baked hits your senses, bringing you back to a time when gathering with family and running outside as a child? All floods you with emotions of that memory and for a split second, you are transported to that moment as if time stood still. Just like sound can trigger memories that produce an emotion, the other senses can do too, but actually the most powerful of all, when it comes to emotional center, is the sense of smell. According to research, the reasons why the olfactory sense is the strongest is due to how our brain is wired and how we process events to be stored as memories. Our other four senses, taste, hearing, touched, and visual all have to pass through the chain of filters into our brain before it hits the emotional center of the brain to be stored. But luckily for us, the sense of smell just has a straight path to be stored. This is why certain smells create such a strong reaction, whether it's good or bad, right or wrong. And as children, even if we don't recall the why, the emotions that this smell produce are recorded in our memory for much longer than any other. Yes, they have feelings too. This is not a spill from an animal shelter or a sad commercial urging you to donate money for a worthy cause. But do you remember as kids reading books about little bunnies and baby deer and how they felt about losing their mom? Or, I am sure you have come across a story or seen a video of a pet who was so sad after the loss of his or her owner that the critter stopped eating at all. Going on the wilder side, there is evidence of elephants grieving and shedding tears over the loss of one of their members of the herd. The elephants will circle around the deceased animal and bury it. But even more fascinating, there are accounts of families of elephants traveling long distances to visit the grave of a lost loved one couple of generations after the passing. So based on this account, and many innumerable others from Les sources, scientists have concluded that the loving or grieving behavior is actually not helpful to the animal's evolution, and it's not ruled by any survival instinct. So based on that, it can be concluded that just like us, we are all emotional beings whose love and loss affect our behavior. So next time, you may want to apply the golden rule to all living critters. Treat them like you want to be treated. Who rules the moral compass? There are situations when we know something being done is wrong, like hitting somewhere or an animal stealing, lying, and so forth. We have been told forever that our moral compass dictates our emotions towards an event or situation. You may get very upset when you see one person harming another, and based on science, we can now conclude that we all have it all wrong. It's not our morals telling us how we feel, but instead, it's the other way around. How we feel is what dictates our moral judgment of the situation. Here's a better illustration to the research. They gathered a lot of people and noticed that when the image of a person hurting another or an animal was shown, three things happened. First, the brain processed the image and analyzed the reason for the violence, whether it was meant to be intentional, like a boxing match, or unintentional, like a car accident. The second layer of the process was then to react to it was it in disgust or anger, like when seeing an attacker hurt somewhere? Or when your favorite football player gets hit by the other team? And how about the other way around when your favorite football player hits the other team? Basically, what emotions did they produce? Once those two steps were done, from whether it was an or not, to what emotion it produced, the last step is now ready to hit the morality center of your brain. That is, whether the action was good, bad, right or wrong. So now we know that our emotional response to a particular event is the one that dictates your morals. It kind of gives us some hope for humanity, doesn't it? Being emotionally predictive. So you may have heard a family member or even a friend said that they had a feeling about something. And I'm sure, in at least one occasion in your life, you just did not know why you felt the way you did about a situation, later to find out that perhaps you were right all along. You just didn't know why. Well, there is some science behind feeling what you know. This particular phenomenon, according to a research from Columbia University, is called the Oracle Effect. And this is how it works people who trust their feelings are said to be more accurate about their predictions. That includes anything from the winner of a presidential election and TV shows, how the stock market will fare next week, or even the weather. Bex explained the study suggests that the emotional system is capable of analyzing and organizing the information that we may not be conscious of. This is called the privilege window like like downloading the forecast via your emotions and actually being right. People who follow their emotional reactions to a subject or prediction did better than those who did not or even care about the subject. So next time you have a feeling about something, you may actually be right. Remember to click the bell icon after you subscribe so you can get instant notifications of all of our new videos. Thank you for watching this video. Ned and I really appreciate having you here with us today. Looking forward to reading your comments and subscribe if you want to know more about science and emotion connection. Thank you. Until next time.